Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to The Haunted Collection with your host, writer, paranormal investigator, and haunted collector, Kevin Kane. Finally back to share some chilling tales of terror. It's good to be back. I am late doing this episode because about a week or a couple of weeks ago, my loving cat smashed my phone by knocking it off the charger and then knocking a side table onto it when she (laughs) ran away. So I've had to, I got a new phone, but I had to work out getting my Podbean app back and getting music back and it just it was a long process so but i'm finally back and i hope you enjoy the new episode number 105 and as always i want to invite you to my website myhaunteddolls.com so you can shop and buy autographed books there you can follow the link to the red bubble store where you can buy t-shirts baseball caps uh, there's actually dresses out there for you ladies. Uh, there's all kinds of home accessories like pillows and bed covers, shower curtains. There's all kinds of things with my the uh, images with my haunted dolls and also with the with this podcast show, the Haunted Collection. So go out there and buy yours today. Christmas is not too far away. We're in mid September now, so. You might want to go there to try your Christmas shopping and show your support. I always appreciate that. Also, you can follow the link to my YouTube channel, My Haunted Dolls, on YouTube, where I post videos weekly of investigations into my haunted items and sometimes investigations into places that we visit a couple of times a year. In fact, we'll be going back to the Homewood Public Library here in Birmingham, to do an investigation next month. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be on Friday, October 13th. Friday the 13th. So hopefully I'll have some videos uploaded on YouTube from that investigation. And now, let's get on to our episode. This first story, the title doesn't sound very scary, but it is quite frightening. So don't let the title fool you. This one is called Big Fluffy Dog. There was an old woman who lived alone on an isolated farm in the countryside. The only companion she had was a big fluffy dog that she kept for protection. One night, as she was clearing the table after dinner and washing the dishes, she heard a strange whistle. It seemed to be coming from somewhere outside. The odd whistling didn't sound familiar. The noise was nothing like the wind whistling through the trees or the whistle of a boiling kettle. It sounded... Human. 
curious, the old woman rushed to the back door and looked out the window. Her big fluffy dog was on the back porch, and he was barking and howling at something in the darkness. The old woman cautiously opened the door. The eerie, high-pitched whistle seemed to be coming from the moonlit hills. It sounded like it was getting closer. As she shut the back door, the old woman shuddered. She turned the key in the lock and fastened the bolt. Then she ran to her bedroom and fetched her shotgun. When she got back to the kitchen, the whistle seemed to be even closer. As she stood there trembling and listening intently, she thought she heard it moving slowly towards her, towards her house. On the back porch, her big fluffy dog was growling and gnashing its teeth as if in a frenzy. Just then, the lights went out, and she heard the sounds of a horrible struggle on the back porch. Seconds later, there was only silence. The whistling sound was gone. The terrified old woman shook with fear. She was too frightened to move. And she spent the night lying on the kitchen floor, clutching her shotgun and listening to the eerie stillness that lasted until dawn. As soon as the sun rose, the old woman felt confident enough to open the back door and look outside. She was horrified by what she found. The back steps were splattered with blood, and her big, fluffy dog was nowhere to be seen. Ooh, that was a chilling story. I told you, don't let the title fool you. Sometimes the scariest stories have seemingly the most innocent titles. It's like that old saying, and I'm going to go cliche here, but the old saying, you can't judge a book by its cover. And speaking of that, this next story also has... Well, not as innocent a title, but still not one that might frighten you at first. But wait until you hear the story. This one is called Screaming Baby. There was a young girl named Nuni who was always getting into mischief. One day, as she was leaving for school, her mother gave her a stern warning. You be careful, Noonie, 
her mother said. Keep your feet on the road and don't go wandering off the path. Many a foolish little girl has been led astray and the devil makes work for idle hands. So after school you come straight home, young lady, and don't pay any mind to anything else. Noonie nodded her head and walked off down the long and winding road that led past the bayou. That evening, on her way home, she noticed a beautiful flower growing next to the path. She picked it. Then she saw another and another such beautiful flowers. She began to gather a bouquet of them, and each one led her deeper into the woods. Suddenly, she heard a noise. It sounded like a baby crying. Instantly, she dropped her flowers and ran towards the noise. She went deeper and deeper into the woods, and finally, she came to a clearing in the trees. She looked around and spied something white lying under a tree. It was a little bundle wrapped up in a blanket. Noonie bent down and picked it up. Inside, there was a little baby boy. As soon as she lifted him up in her arms, the baby stopped crying and started gurgling and laughing in a way that went straight to her heart. Oh, his mother must have left him out here to die, thought Noonie. How cruel! I'll take him home, and maybe Mom will let me keep him. With the little baby cradled in her arms, the young girl hurried out of the woods. But as she neared the road, the light began to fade, and it started to get dark. Noonie was scared. So she started singing a religious hymn to herself. All of a sudden, the baby began screaming and crying. Noonie kept singing the hymn in a soothing tone, but the baby just shrieked louder and louder. That's strange, said Noonie. It's almost as if he doesn't like prayers. Then the girl pulled back the blanket that was covering the screaming baby's face. And when she did, her heart almost froze in her chest. Instead of a cute little baby, the bundle she was holding contained something black and shiny and ugly. It looked like some sort of gigantic, grotesque beetle. 
As she watched in horror, the black thing began to grow right before her eyes, getting bigger and bigger. She dropped the wretched thing, and it fell to the ground, writhing and kicking its spindly legs. Poor Noonie was so scared, she almost dropped dead on the spot. All she could think to do was to bless herself and hold out her hands in front of her, making the sign of the cross with her fingers. When the black thing saw the sign of the cross, it let loose a high-pitched scream and ran off into the woods. Noonie ran all the way home and never again strayed from the path or stopped to pick flowers in the woods. Wow, that's uh, that's a very creepy story. Sometimes the things that seem to look the most innocent really aren't as innocent as they seem. So always be on guard. And now our final story of the episode. This one is called Dark Castle. There was a man who enjoyed collecting antiques. On weekends, he would often drive to a small town nearby and search the side streets for a new antique shop. In one dingy little store, his eye caught a strange old framed picture. He picked it up and dusted it off. It was a painting of an old, dark castle that stood on a barren, windswept hill. Although the scene was gloomy and melancholy, something about it fascinated him. As he gazed at the painting, it gave him an eerie, unsettling feeling. Then he noticed something strange. The entire castle was bathed in darkness, except for one small light in the window, high up in the tall stone tower. The man wondered why anyone would paint an ancient castle with a light in only one window. Intrigued by the strange painting, he asked the shopkeeper, if he could tell him anything about it. But all the old man knew was that it was a painting of a Scottish castle. The man bought the old painting and took it home with him. That evening, he hung it over the fireplace in his home. There was no signature and no date on the picture, but when he was dusting it off, 
he found a small Latin inscription printed at the corner of the frame. He wrote it down and immediately called a friend of his who understood Latin. When he found out what the inscription meant in English, he was puzzled. The phrase was translated, Every century it shall be dark. The inscription made little sense to him, and after a while he just forgot about it. The painting hung in the man's home for many months. Whenever he held a party and invited friends over for dinner, he showed them the mysterious painting. It made a good conversation piece. Everyone who saw it was tempted to speculate about why only one small window in the castle's tower was lighted. One evening the man was showing the painting to some of his guests when he noticed something that shocked him. Staring at the painting in disbelief, he realized that the window in the tower was dark. He examined it closely, but the black paint on the window was as old and as cracked as the paint on the rest of the picture. There was no sign that it had ever been touched. This made his skin crawl. After his guests had left, the man went to bed, still puzzled by the strange alteration to the mysterious painting. However, when he woke up the next morning and took a look at the painting, he saw that the window in the tower was lighted again. A chill ran down his spine once more. Then he remembered the Latin inscription, Every century it shall be dark. He made a note of the date and began to do some serious research into the history of every Scottish castle and the legends associated with them. Eventually, he discovered the following strange tale. The dark castle had belonged to an evil character who had two sons. He hated his eldest son and kept him locked up in the dark and dreary tower while his younger son lived in comfort and enjoyed all the wealth and pleasure he could give him. After years of suffering, the imprisoned elder son had died in the little room high in the tower. The date of his death was exactly 500 years before the night when the painted window had gone dark. It is said that this is apparently a true ghost story. So if you are from Scotland or 
regardless if you are familiar, if you recognize the story, or know the name of the castle. Perhaps you might share more information. story was pretty dang good that's now one of my favorite ghost stories and wow as a haunted collector I would love to own something like that although I guess you have to live about 500 years (laughs) to be able to see it unless you get lucky and it happens during your lifetime And so that wraps up our episode. Again, be sure to visit MyHauntedDolls.com and shop in the bookstore. I have a new book out, Scary Stories, that I've written. It's called Urban Darkness, Tales from Legend and Lore. These are scary stories I've written that are based on some of the world's most famous urban legends and and some stories I combine the legends, so be sure to check that out. It's available on my website in the bookstore if you want an autographed copy, or you can buy it anywhere online, Amazon, Books A Million, Kindle, but please be sure to check that out and buy your copy today. And as always, I thank you for your support, and I will say goodnight, but first... Please, when you're walking near forests or bayous, stay on the path. Don't follow the sounds of crying babies. If you have a big fluffy dog, please be sure to protect it. (laughs) And watch out if you have a painting of a creepy Scottish castle in your home, because it might be the one from our story. But regardless of all, please have a happy haunting. (laughs) 